0: There's a lot going on right here in California in the political world. So we thought it would be a good time to check in with a friend of the show, the uh, governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger! Yeah, yeah, thank you for being here. Hey, hello, governor. Thank thank you. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show, governor. Of course, Craig. I love to watch your show and laugh at your silly accent. (laughs) Thank you. Governor, how are you recovering from the leg injury you suffered last month while you were skiing? Well, Craig, the Vicodin is really doing the trick. <laughs> yeah, I can't feel my legs at all. <laughs> and the weed is helping, too. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not sure you should reveal that, sir. Oh, lighten up, Craig. This is California. Nobody nobody gives a crap if I smoke a little doobie. <laughs> exactly. There <laughs> yeah, are hippies all over the damn place. damn
1: it man. damn it well walking was walking high the high this guy this In from New Zealand, and he was looking for mushy bees.
0: I said, no,
1: we haven't really got around here. I said, but we do got oh, deep in me, strictly in me, doll, doll, and I'm walking down the road. A rock, so
2: lock up on me That crush and beef, that cup, With it or without With it or without Bagel, soft, doesn't be hard That
1: we sort have a to Or to and banana We got ackee, lassie, sommelier, wacky-macky So back home, you know what dica's all about So, bucket And the family on the
2: go. A welcome stranger, there's no danger Welcome to this humble river.
1: I told him I was in a van. He said, Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah.
2: What's your music like? I said, It's, um... I uh-huh. with you, cause you're my baby, and I love you, I'm your baby. Sure. Holy oh, no. chalanka <laughs> lakkaravishanka <laughs> la 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 Let's get high at the fi Hippie Show.
3: Well, DMT, one of the things that has caused me to think that it might have a role in the chemistry of dreaming is that one of the frustrating things about it is you have this experience without doubt, the most bizarre, appalling, peculiar experience you could possibly have, that's at minute two. At minute five, you're raving about it. At minute seven, you can't remember it. And so it's literally like gold running through your fingers. You say, you yeah, know, this is the most amazing thing. This is the most amazing thing. This is, what am I talking about? Uh, and you know how you can have a very engaging, complex dream and the alarm goes off and by the time your feet hit the floor, you're grasping for it. And it's just—it's literally melting before your eyes. That's a very DMT-like presentation. The way a dream melts away is the way a DMT trip melts away. At the same speed, over time and using tricks, you can drag a certain amount of data out of it. And what I'll do is I'll describe a DMT trip, and it's the composite of maybe 40 of these trips and then you can see what you make of it. So this is, uh, I'll just describe it. I'll be the graduate student. You be the guy with the clipboard. You're saying to me, so what happened? Okay, here's what happened. I took one take. Uh, most people can get off in about three to four hits. Now there's a trick to it. Cash smokers are greatly favored in this endeavor because you really need leather lung for this. The great problem is that people will cough or not be able to hold it in. You take two hits in a situation where your clothes have been loosened and you can just flock backward uh, when you need to. You take two hits. Now, many people miss the point because after two hits, you feel completely peculiar. You feel as though your body is undergoing some strange kind of anesthesia. All the air has been pumped out of the room. This is the visual acuity thing, the colors jump up, the edges sharpen. It's, uh, and at that point, people say, "Whoa, wow, it's really coming on strong. And then what you have to do is you have to take one more enormous hit. And this separates the intrepid from the casual, believe me. The facilitator doesn't want to lean on the person. You say, you know, Damn it, take the third hit. And saying, say, no, I feel completely weird. Say, I know you feel weird, but take the third hit. Well, if you can coax somebody into that, then what happens is you close your eyes and you see the ordinary warm brown back, you know, closed eyelid scenario. And then these colors begin racing together and it forms this mandalic, floral, slowly rotating thing, which I call the chrysanthemum. This is a, a place in the trip that you want to see as you go by it. The chrysanthemum forms, and you watch it for like 15 seconds. If it doesn't give way, then you didn't do enough. You have to do more, one more hit. Usually will do it. Well, then what happens is it like physically propels you through this chrysanthemum-like thing There's a sound like a, a saran wrap bread wrapper being crumpled up and thrown away You know that crackle a friend of mine says this is your radio inflecky leaving through the anterior fontanelle at the top of your head and then There's this very defined sense of bursting through something, a membrane. And on the other side, and this is now, remember, my experience, on the other side, as as you break through, there's a cheer. There's a, 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 a whole bunch of entities waiting on the other side. And they, you know that Pink Floyd song, the gnomes have learned a new way to say hooray. Well, it's that place. It's those gnomes. And you burst into this space and they're saying, how wonderful that you're here. You come so rarely. We're so delighted to see you. And it, the one of the things about DMT that's really puzzling is in a sense, then it doesn't affect your mind in other words you don't for instance if you take ketamine the first thing you notice the very first thing you notice before the trip hits is you notice that you no longer are anxious about having taken ketamine you just sort of anxiety leaves you that means it's affecting your mind it's doing something to the judgmental machinery dmt doesn't lay a hand on the judgmental machinery you you break through into that space exactly who you were before breaking through and the usual reaction of most people is something like ah. you know you think,
4: God
3: heartbeat normal pulse, normal everything's normal, yeah everything's normal, oh God because these things are there and they're hammering at you and they come forward they're like jewel self-dribbling basketballs and there are, there are many of them and they come pounding toward you and they will stop in front of you and vibrate but then they do a very disconcerting thing which is they jump into your body they jump into your body and then they jump back out again and. The whole thing is going on in this very high speed mode where you're being presented with thousands of details per second and you can't get a hold on, you say, you know, my God, what's happening? And these things are saying, don't abandon yourself to amazement, which is exactly what you want to do. You just want to go nuts with how crazy this is. They say, don't do that. Don't do that, pay attention. Pay attention to what we're doing. Well, what are they doing? Well, what they're doing is they're making objects with their voices. They're singing structures into existence. These things are, and what they will do is they'll come toward you and then, and you have to understand, they don't have arms. So we're kind of downloading this into a lower dimension to even describe it. But what they do is they offer things to you. Say, look at this, look at this. And as your attention goes toward these objects, you realize that what you're being shown is impossible. It's impossible. It's not simply intricate, beautiful, and hard to manufacture. It's impossible to make these things. The nearest analogy would be to the Fabergé eggs, or something like that. But these things are like the toys that are scattered around the nursery inside a UFO or something. Celestial toys, and they are, the toys themselves appear to be somehow alive. The toys themselves can sing other objects into existence. So what's happening is there's just this proliferation of elf gifts and the elf gifts are moving around singing and the whole thing is directed toward, they're saying, do what we are doing. And they're very insistent. They say, do it, do it, do it. And you feel like a bubble. Or, and now this is subjective. I mean, only you know 5% report this, but it happens to me. You feel like some kind of bubble inside your body that's beginning to move up toward your mouth. And when it comes out, it isn't sound, it's vision. You begin to you, you discover that you can pump stuff out of your mouth by singing. And they're urging you to do this. They say, that's it. That's it. Keep doing it. And the whole thing is like, you know, we're now at minute 4.5 with this stuff. And uh, you speak in a kind of glossolalia. There's a spontaneous outpouring of syntax unaccompanied by what is normally called meaning. It's sort of, uh, you know... And this is accompanied by a, a modality, something seen, and they saying, yes, do it, do it, do it, and then after a minute or so of this, the whole thing begins to collapse in on itself and they literally begin to physically move away from you and usually their final shot is they actually wave goodbye and they say deja vu deja vu which makes no sense at all if you analyze it so then you come down and you're now at minute six to seven and you come down and it's like being more loaded than you've ever been. It's like about a 700-mike acid trip, but you embraced it as totally down. You said, I'm totally down. I mean, you look look like a termite from our tourists and the room is uh, decorated in Amish quilts, but I'm completely back. (laughs) And uh, then, over a minute or a minute and a half or so, the room just comes right back together and, and four minutes after that, some people can give no account of it whatsoever. They just say, ah, you know, I, I don't know, it was the weirdest thing that ever happened to me and I, I can't remember it now.
5: This is Cynthia and
1: you are listening to the Hi-Fi Hippie Show.
4: toothbrush and then some press, rinse my mouth out, now I'm ready for the rest, break it down, roll it up, pass it, you had enough, you with the big boss dog, so go on and puff, puff, real talk, can you still walk, have a seat, have a drink, now rest your feet, see that's the problem, you think that you can go with me, smoke and cess your whole life, now you wanna mow with me, go to the store with me, and get some swishes sweet sweets, and grab a bite to eat, before you fall out, I'ma fall out, and every day we gon' smoke until we all out. And that's a promise, cuz, we got the promised bud. And you can ask Ray J, he know the time it was. Smokin', smokin' weed. In a cat with my head back. Feelin' real good, cuz it's like that.
2: Another 20 sack. We got plenty that, we keep doing that. Smokin', smokin', smokin' on these trees. sent a pound of leaves up in the perp man plus i got that old shit To each his own and I keep shit lit like Chicha We can be out of time, we can be at home. I keep a good connect for that cali grown. Weed so strong, you can smell it through the sack. That's in the backpack, in the trunk of the leg. It's a bump, that's the back. Won't accept that So you can smoke alone on your sack. of stress. Past the kush, let me hit that neck. The slim Thugger, a motherfucker. I smoke your bitch. It Party. Bring the weed, I'm gonna invite her. I got an ashtray at my place, where did my pipe go? smoking, smoking weed, it's your boy Ray J, you know what, I'ma roll up one right now and celebrate a little bit, you know radiation in stores right now, y'all go get it, Shorty Mac coming real soon, it's about to get ugly, Mm -hmm. ugly, ugly.
5: Hey, you know those magnificent questions you've got sitting in a pile there over there in the corner? Why don't you send them to me, man? Why don't you send them to me? Why don't you send them? don't you send them to me? Six years ago, why did I eat the acid? I don't know. I wasn't thinking and I wasn't scared. Why did I eat the acid? I wasn't prepared. The last time I did acid, I went insane. I was hanging with some friends just getting loaded. When all of a sudden my mind exploded, I had a flash that I was gay and I got paranoid. I was sitting on the floor listening to Pink Floyd. The last time I did acid, I I was convinced I'd already fallen off of the roof And these weird metal things all around that space Were teleporting me from place to place The last time I did acid, I went insane So we ran back downstairs where it was better to be But I was trapped in spiral staircase infinity And when we got to the door, I couldn't go inside Cause it was the gates of heaven, and I had died The last time I did acid, I went insane This kid named Grim, he punched a cat in the head He could read my thoughts, that's what he said And he described what it was like, but I didn't believe it Like lifting a rug and seeing stars beneath it Ooh. That have a good friend at hand The seventh rule, I hope you understand Is not to look too deep into your soul Or you might find a hideous, hopeless hole Of hatred, hunger, infinite, idiot, mindless meaning Everything I'd ever wanted and believed revealed itself to be.
4: smoking weed <laughs> with black people you didn't let me finish motherfuckers god damn I'm sorry black people to, to break the news so publicly but I can't smoke with you anymore <laughs> every time I smoke weed with my black friends all you talk about is your trials and tribulations <laughs> I'm sick of that shit I got my own problems that's a waste of weed I'm smoking weed to run away from my problems not take on yours <laughs> from now on I smoke weed exclusively with white people Calm down, motherfuckers. You win by default. <laughs> you got good weed conversation. All white people talk about when they get high is other times that they got high. <laughs> I can listen to that shit all night. Dude, remember at Frank's last week? It's fucking smashed, man. <laughs> and catalogs everything they drink. Two shots of Jaeger, to kill Four bong hits men. (laughs) Beer. Cheeseburger. That shit is great. Only bad part is you cannot pass out around white people. Every time white dudes pass out around each other, they always do some borderline gay shit when the guy's asleep. Frank fell asleep, so he like stuck a carrot in his ass. ass,
2: we mm-hmm.
5: At gmail.com. Skype him, Skype him at and Hippie. Post a review at iTunes.
3: Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
0: The other night. We went to see Sam's play Doing the things that we want to It was very physical It held you to the stage Doing the things that he wants to Doing the things that he wants to The guy's a cowboy from some rodeo Doing the things that he wants to The girl at once loved them, but now she wants to go Doing the things that she wants to Doing the things that she wants to The man was bullish, the woman was a tease Doing the things that they want to They fought with their words, their bodies, and their deeds Doing the things that they want to When they finished fighting, they exited the stage Doing the things that they want to I was firmly struck by the way they had behaved Doing the things that they want to Doing the things that they want to About New those well, frank and brutal movies that are so brilliant. Doing the that we want to. True love meet the raging ho the They're very inspirational. I love the things they do. Doing the things, that Doing the things that I want to. There's not much you hear on the radio today hey. But you can still see a movie or a play Here's to Travis Pickle and here's to Johnny Boy Growing up in the mean streets of New York I wrote this song cause I'd like to shake your hand Away you guys The best friends I ever had Doing the things That we want to Doing the things the That we want to That